This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Batter Up, the definitive Atlanta Braves podcast with host Joe Patrick and Caleb Johnson, giving you exclusive insight into our Braves. From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Here's Joe and Caleb. Welcome into Batter Up, Caleb Johnson with my co-host Joe Patrick. Uh, we're going to come to you like this more often, it seems, bringing these these little, I don't, I don't have a good a, name for a, it, Joe. A, mini, a mini-sode? I don't know. Yeah, I was, uh, was going to call him a shorty, but a I shorty, don't know. A shorty, okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if we see something and we need to say something about it, uh, then, then we'll come to you and, and bring you these little shorter segments that we can... Get out how we feel before the news feels old. Uh, Joe, this episode, we want to talk about Bryce Elder, uh, a guy who, when you and I recorded earlier this week, we kind of were just, you, you were more so just hyping him up as like a future potential sort of option. Yeah. And then lo and behold, Bryce Elder is pitching on Tuesday <laughs> and, and you know, making his Major League debut. It came out of nowhere because after Tucker Davidson was used in that game, of course, Tucker Davidson was kind of penciled in to be this starter, the sixth man in the rotation for the, the six-man rotation that Brian Sicker's going to go with. You know, I was talking with Mark Bowman and some of the other writers uh, after the game trying to figure out, you know, like, what do you, what do we think he's gonna, they're going to do? And immediately after the game, we were thinking probably Tukey, you know, coming up. He pitched last night, so he would have been on schedule to start tonight. Um, and then maybe a reliever like Jacob Webb, actually. I was thinking, like, it would be Tukey and Jacob Webb, funnily enough. Um, as it turns out... We were we were not realizing that there was this rule in place that, that the Braves could not call up Tukey. They can't call him up until a certain amount of time. I forget because they were optioned on April seventh. All those minor league players, so they have fifteen days until they can come up, um, which is different than uh, it used to be ten days. Now it's fifteen. So anyway, that left you with you have to bring up somebody who's not on your forty man roster essentially, or trade for somebody or something. Uh, so they bring up Bryce Elder, of course, who's that pitcher that we've been talking about, and uh, man, he uh, impressed me probably more than I thought I would be impressed. I mean, I, I was expecting good stuff, but he looked so calm. Uh, he looked like a veteran, actually. You know, like something Snit said after the game was like he pitched. You know, and, and I think that he was using that word pitch <laughs> intentionally instead of like throwing. Cause I think that 
Snit gets probably frustrated seeing a lot of throwers, quote unquote throwers, who are just going up there and, you know, trying to add velocity like pitchers nowadays try to do. And it seemed like Bryce Elder was just using his stuff, keeping it low in the zone. You know, it was just really quality start from him. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I remembered when when I found out it was going to be Bryce, and then I I saw him in last night's game. I I don't. I'm sorry. I know these things aren't very important, but just looking at him, I went, "Oh, he looks older." Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and so I go and look it up, and I'm like, you know, he did go to college. I I realized he went to the University of Texas, and that's where he was drafted out of. And so I thought, well, maybe this guy is an older pitcher who is just uh, a little bit later in his career you know so maybe this isn't that big of a deal no no no, no. he's 22 years old yeah he is the he is the youngest player uh i think the next old or the next youngest player on this team uh is it's somewhere between spencer strider and waskari noah okay I, I was gonna I, say i think it's gotta be strider you know is 23 but strider um, is two. Oh, is he is Strider? It's ju- it, okay. yeah it's just birthdays like i think strider okay. was born in october and Eno was born in uh, um, May or okay. something like that. And it's, it's the, one of those situations. Side note: That's how young Waskar you know you know is too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> like kind of are penciling him in in their minds as like the number four starter on this team. But he's also an incredibly young prospect with a lot of growth. But anyway, that's a different topic. No, but. no, it, it's fair. So, but that was part of like so Bryce. Elder just like looked older, and then I found out. Oh no, he's not really. He's he's got the bulbous chin that like makes him <laughs> appear older. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then part of it is like he comes in the game, and it's so funny that you hear the TV broadcasters talking about, you know, this isn't a guy who's got just blow you away stuff, uh, which is something that is is essentially how Spencer Strider has flown through the ranks. Is ju- I mean touches triple digits Mm -hmm. and so he's a guy who's going to get in there who's going to get some big strikeouts because guys are just swinging and not able to to hit him and that's not Bryce Elder Bryce Elder is coming in five pitches Joe yeah five different pitches that he can throw and apparently to my understanding it was like this is something that he's going to stick with like this is not a this is not a work in progress mm-hmm. sort of situation like he he's got with the what the fastball the change up uh the cutter the sinker and the slider yeah. um mlb.com like they can't even figure out what a lot of his pitches actually are <laughs> because of like he throws so many and they have well, such interesting movement actually so they were actually registering a pair so this is apparently a debate in the press box last night his four seamer is registering as a cutter on the on MLB.com on their on the at bat um, application they've got on there. Okay, so that's interesting. So it's got that kind of cut movement, but that's like I, that's kind of the the magic, the secret sauce of Bryce Elder is he's just got like all these different pitches. He's not, I mean, to an extent, he's not a quote unquote blow you away guy like they may have been saying because he's not that high velocity, super high velocity yeah. type of player pitcher. But he is a big time strikeout pitcher because he's got so much movement on all these pitches and he's got that wide assortment that guys don't know what's coming. And I'm sure that especially helps him on a night like last night where he's making his major league debut and he's got all that huge arsenal of pitches. Uh, makes it even more difficult because a lot of times you'll see young pitchers come up and have success in their debut just because there's not a lot of film on them. You know, there's not a great scouting report on those kinds of players. I imagine for Bryce Elder, that probably helped him out even more. Well, the biggest thing that I notice out of him, Joe, is 
the ground balls that that he was getting. Mm-hmm. And, and Fangraphs has already got it up. 53% ground ball rate for him last night is wow. just like, yeah. like, yeah, like You don't see he, that much anymore, especially. No, no, you don't. But it was it was successful. And I think that was his thing is is through what five innings was what you were really seeing uh, that come to fruition where the strikeouts weren't that big. I think he only ended up with what four in this game. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't necessarily like blow you away or anything like that, but a 53% ground ball rate. And he was getting out of innings until the sixth that, you know, he just obviously, I don't know if it was fatigue or what it was, but that was when the home runs started to happen. And then they had to kind of quickly usher him out. But I thought it was, it was, it was so big, not only for, for him to have the success, but he also had the the offensive support behind him. Yeah. To where Huge. he could he could continue to go out there. This is a learning experience for him, a big time learning experience. And so I feel like Joe, the big conversation becomes does Bryce Elder stay in the rotation? Yeah. Does he I mean, for you? He's got to. I mean, for, at least like for his next start, absolutely. I was actually surprised that Brian Snicker, who was asked this question last night in the postgame press conference, I thought he would come out and just say, yes, he is. He's he's going to make his next start. He didn't go that far. He was not willing to specifically say whether he would or would not. That said, I would be shocked if Bryce Alder does not make a start during the next rotation turn. I just don't see how you could possibly look at that and – not want to just not want to run him out there and see if you can if he can reproduce that again because if he can reproduce that then he'd be worth his weight in gold that for uh, to, go. to go out and reproduce that start in his next outing so i think so yes what, do you have a differing opinion at all or it's not that i don't think he's good enough to make his next start i just don't know if he's going to i, I it seems like look i i think a big part of this was the weird way that Bryce Elder made his start last night, which is we had all kind of been told like Tucker Davidson, Tucker Davidson, Tucker Davidson was the guy to make that sixth rotation spot because they were going to give Max free. They were going to give all the pitchers an extra day of rest. And then what was it? It was Monday that you see Tucker Davidson trot out there, which you and I had talked uh, you know, off uh, the podcast about the fact of, that's probably the one time Tucker Davidson didn't want to hear his name called Yeah, yeah. was in Monday's game, which they're losing by a ton. And, you know, Waskar Noah had had a pretty terrible start. They threw Spencer Strider in there. And then you thought, well, I mean, surely they could go to, I don't know, Thornburg or something. Like somebody just to finish this game out. And instead they burnt up Tucker Davidson for, uh, for almost three innings, two and two thirds. And he, didn't look particularly good. Uh, it looked very shaky. I was one to say I didn't like Tucker Davidson in that position mm-hmm. because while a guy like Spencer Strider can uh, start or come out of the bullpen, I think Tucker Davidson is a starter. He has his routine. He is used to going out there when the game is beginning, not kind of getting thrown in the back end in a day that he probably thought he was going to start the next day. That goes into it. Yeah. Uh it just it it felt they clearly had to have a plan. They clearly weren't just like making this up as they go, although it kind of felt that way. And so that's what makes me go all right, maybe Bryce Elder doesn't make this next start. 
because maybe they switch things up and Bryce Elder gets the Tucker Davidson treatment next time around and then Tucker gets to start so they can see what all they have. Because, I mean, it just doesn't make sense that you bring up a starter like Tucker Davidson and not give him that opportunity. And we're also talking about Spencer Strider. Like, when are we going to see him get to open or Mm -hmm. start a game? Uh, I know everyone's panicking about Waskari Noah, panicking about Ian Anderson, that sort of thing. They're not pulling the string on those guys this early. Like They're going to leave those guys in to make another start. Just feels like... I don't know what moves they could make, but I'm not going to be shocked if if Bryce Elder doesn't make his next start um, just based on yeah what we've seen from what, them, the unpredictability of what we've seen. Just, just to kind of play out your, your hypothetical here, you're right. So Bryce Elder is essentially now in Tucker Davidson's role after Tucker Davidson has been optioned to Gwinnett. So if they are in a similar circumstance, Bryce Elder could be used in the role that Tucker was. And then they call up Tukey, you know, to make that start who Tukey had, you know, looked really good last night. Um, and clearly has experience at this level and, and is capable. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's not guaranteed and something that Snit always says, and maybe this is why he didn't want to just like straight up commit that Elder was going to be making the next start was we'll see how we get there. You know, like he always uh, says yeah. that, you know, <laughs> so uh, we'll see how the Braves get to this next start coming up, um, you know, in five or six games, whatever it is until this rotation spot comes up again. But it's just a great it's a great feeling to see another young pitcher really coming up and performing. Um and I'm also interested, you know, you mentioned him Caleb Spencer Strider. He threw 72 pitches in his last outing. Yeah. Again, it was a relief appearance, but maybe you, you probably need at least one guy to be able to go long in your bullpen just because, you know, again, Ian Anderson's coming off a 6-inning spring training outing, so he's kind of still getting going. Wasar Yanoa, you know, maybe he has another short start. So he I mean, Spencer Strider has definitely been very valuable in his role so far, but I am also intrigued to see if he might get a start. But um, I don't know. I think I well, think he's probably in. He's probably kind of maybe in a, a place of bad fortune because of the way he's been pitching out of that role. It's more likely he'll just stick in that role instead of getting bumped up into a starting spot. And Joe, looking at the schedule, I think this time around that I, I would assume that Brian Snicker is not going to give guys an extra day of rest this next uh, time around because of the schedule. I'm looking at, like, they're about to go to San Diego. After Enoa starts that final game at San Diego is when they start their series with the Dodgers. Okay. And it would line up, I think it looks, where you get Kershaw, Bueller, like, you get, you know... (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'm imagining that it would line up right now to where you could throw Freed, Morton, and those first two mm. against the Dodgers. I'm assuming they're not gonna want to throw help. Hey, Bryce Elder, you want to go? You know, if, I mean, face a team that you're gonna see later this fall, sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I imagine that that Brian Snicker's not going to do that. Although, look, we know Ian Anderson making his first start against the Yankees and the Red Sox. So mm-hmm. uh it's it's not that it's not that Snit's afraid to throw his guys out there. I just don't know that he will this time around. Yeah, good call. Um but I think what we can say uh to kind of wrap this thing up is just kind of crazy and what great fortune the Braves have. Credit to their scouting and player development pipeline to get these players ready. 
Uh, Justin Toscano, the AJC beat reporter, mentioned this last night that there are five players in Major League Baseball right now that were taken in the 2020 draft, and two of them are these Braves pitchers who have been performing yeah. well so far, Spencer Strider and Bryce Elder. So uh, hats off to everybody involved with that success. I think it's got to be exciting at the fact, this is something I tweeted out yesterday, the Braves are taking the tags off mm -hmm. their minor league talent. This is something that we've kind of watched them doing over the last couple of seasons. Uh, but you know when you have you you buy some new clothes, you're not too sure about them. You don't know, do I want to return them or do I really want to wear like them? Yeah. Yeah, this is something maybe a little bit outside of my personality, but the Braves are going for it. They're taking the tags off, they're wearing their clothes, and so far it's been pretty stylish and it's been working out for them. And so it's exciting for us, it's fun for us to watch because it means more success for the Braves in the future. Thanks everybody for listening in to this Batter Up Shorty. For my co-host Joe Patrick, I'm Caleb Johnson. Check out our podcast later this week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.